welcome to Podiatrics Medical Podcasts. Today's quiz is on hemolytic disease of the newborn. There'll be 10 questions with answers to follow. Question number one. Hemolytic disease of the newborn can be caused by ABO incompatibility or rhesus incompatibility. Why is ABO incompatibility less severe than rhesus incompatibility? Why is ABO incompatibility less severe than rhesus incompatibility? For question one. Question two. Which antigen most commonly triggers rhesus incompatibility? Which antigen most commonly triggers rhesus incompatibility? Question number three. A mother is blood group O. Which fetal blood group would lead to ABO incompatibility? So we're just saying the ABO group, we're not talking about the rhesus blood group. Blood group O, which fetal blood group would lead to ABO incompatibility? Question number four. In order to cause hemolysis in utero, what type of immunoglobulins must they be? Which class of immunoglobulins? In order to cause hemolysis in utero, which type of immunoglobulins must these be? Question number five. We have a rhesus negative mother who becomes pregnant with a rhesus positive child. This child has inherited the D antigen from the father. What is the normal maternal response? What is the normal maternal response? Question six, define sensitization in this context. Define sensitization for question number six. Question number seven, why is the risk of sensitization to rhesus antigen reduced if there is ABO incompatibility? Number seven, why is the risk of sensitization to the rhesus antigen reduced if there is ABO incompatibility. Question number eight, from an immunology standpoint, does hemolytic disease, why does hemolytic disease of the newborn occur in subsequent pregnancies? From an immunology standpoint, why does hemolytic disease of the newborn occur in subsequent pregnancies? Question number nine, 50-50. Would we use a direct or an indirect Coombs test to diagnose hemolytic disease of the newborn? Question number nine. Would we use direct or indirect Coombs test to diagnose hemolytic disease of the newborn? Tenth and final question. Which test would we use in the prevention of hemolytic disease of the newborn? Which test would we use in the prevention of hemolytic disease of the newborn? Stay tuned now for the answers. Question number one. Why is hemolytic disease of the newborn due to ABO incompatibility less severe than rhesus? First reason, fetal red cells express less of the ABO blood antigens compared to rhesus. Second reason, okay, ABO blood group antigens are expressed by a wide range of 
tissues, not just red cells. So this, both of these reasons reduce the chance of anti-A and anti-B binding to the target antigens, okay? So that is why hemolytic disease of the newborn due to ABO incompatibility is less severe than rhesus incompatibility. Question number two, the antigen is the D antigen and explains why anti-D, usually given at 28 weeks, and patients sometimes have another dose within, 20, uh, within 72 hours of delivery. They will also have anti-D if they are uh, rhesus negative with a rhesus positive fetus or previous sensitization. Um, sensitizing events, other than the birth itself, include miscarriage or threatened miscarriage, injuries to the abdomen, vaginal bleeding, and some diagnostic tests such as amniocentesis. So there are other indications for giving um, antigen to prevent sensitization. Question number three, if the mother is blood group O, she possesses no antigens. So she produces antibodies against the groups that she doesn't have. So she has no antigens, so she produces anti-B and anti-A antibodies, meaning there's a risk of incompatibility with A, B and AB blood groups. Question number four, the type of immunoglobulin that can pass across the placenta is immunoglobulin G. Immunoglobulin G can get across the placenta. Question number five, in this clinical um, situation, the normal response of the mother to the fetal D antigen is to form antibodies against it, which are called anti-D. These antibodies can be IgM or IgG. If they're of the IgG type, they can get across the placenta. In the immediate phase, though, it's predominantly IgM that can't. If we give the anti-D immunoglobulin, this neutralizes the rhesus antigens and prevents sensitization. Question six, what is sensitization? It's when an antigen, okay, um, is encountered by the immune system. So when so the immune system comes across a specific antigen and mounts an immune response, okay? When a rhesus-negative mother encounters it, she can be pregnant with a rhesus-positive child. When this sensitization has happened, her serum will then contain anti-D and sensitization is said to have happened. Question number seven. The reason for this situation is if you've got any fetal red cells that get into the maternal circulation, they're rapidly destroyed by anti-A and anti-B in the serum. So don't get a chance to uh, become sensitized or bind to the antibody. Question eight, the first immunoglobulin to be produced is IgM. Subsequently, be that a, sensor, uh, a further event, further pregnancy, um, you will produce IgG. And IgG can move across the placenta, but IgM can't. Question nine would be the direct Coombs test, because the direct Coombs test detects the maternal anti-D antibodies that have already bound to fetal red cells. 
So that binding has already happened in the direct Coombs test. The indirect Coombs test, you have to add the red cells to, um, you have to add sensitized red cells to the maternal um, antibodies. So the, you have to, because you have to add the red cells, that binding of maternal antibodies to the antigen, the rhesus antigen on the red cells hasn't happened yet. You have to add the uh, rhesus positive cells to that. And because that antibody antigen complex hasn't yet bound, these um, patients with a positive indirect Coombs test mean that they possess the antibodies. So all that they require is the exposure to the antigen and that binding will happen. But the crucial thing about an indirect Coombs test is that binding hasn't happened yet but is at risk of happening. So that explains for question nine, um, is for diagnosis. And question 10, the indirect Coombs test is for prevention. So those are the 10 questions for today. Um, spread the word about Podiatrics Medical Podcast. Um, few quizzes every week. Um, so that's been Hemolytic Disease and the Newborn Quiz. Hope you've enjoyed. Thank you.